0: The Last Word with
1: Matt Cooper. It's time to go to the United States of America to Marion McKeown and Cal Thomas. And Cal, I'm going to start with you because the campaign to expose President Joe Biden as Crooked Joe, has there been a gotcha moment this week which has undermined him?
2: Well, Republicans think so, Matt. Uh, This guy, Devin Archer, who was a partner with Hunter Biden and a, a best friend uh, for many years uh, testified before in closed session before the House Oversight Committee uh, yesterday. And uh, according to various members who came out, depending on who you believe, the Republicans said that the uh, evidence was overwhelming, that he, uh, he uh, Archer, had uh, then Vice President Biden on the speakerphone more than 20 times. This would counter What uh, the Biden people have said, and Biden himself, that uh, he never talked to his son about business. On the other hand, the one Democrat who came out said uh, the the calls were nothing substantial. They were just uh, very superficial. We're going to have to wait for the transcript, which uh, could be out as soon as Friday, more likely next week to see actually what was said. But I, I was reminded of something that the former White House Press Secretary Dana Perino said yesterday on television. She said, when you take a job at the White House, you have to sign two documents. One is a promise to avoid a conflict of interest and the other is to avoid the appearance of a conflict of interest. So I think what we have here is not the final evidence of illegality, but we have uh, some growing evidence of an appearance of illegality.
1: Okay, but we don't have the transcripts as yet. But given that we know that Hunter Biden is, at best, a flake, what does that say about the credibility of his business partner, Devin Archer? How could anyone take anything he says seriously?
2: Yes, well, of course, he has been sentenced to a prison for fraud. But that doesn't mean that uh, he hasn't told the truth. I mean, he was a business partner. He has come forward of his own volition. And uh, we'll see, you know, what the transcripts say. Now, I'm told that there are going to be other witnesses called by the oversight committee uh, to give testimony on what they know about uh, Hunter's business dealings with the Chinese, with Burisma, maybe with the Russians. So we'll see. We're just at the start of this and uh, much more can come and probably will.
1: Mary McCone is a gotcha time.
0: Well, a couple of things there. Firstly, we're not at the start of this. They've been doing this since the first day. Three different committees: the Oversight, the Ways and Means, and the Judiciary Committee. They've all set up these sub-select committees. It was the first thing they did when when uh, the Republicans took control of the uh, House of Congress in January. They have. We've heard this a thousand times that they've got the evidence. They've got the evidence so far. All of these inquiries, all of these behind-closed-doors hearings have yielded nothing that they could use and believe me if there was anything they would have used it already now having said that I think that Hunter Biden taking a seat on the board of Brisbane, I have said this before in 2014 when his father was Vice President and was Obama's point man on stamping out corruption in Ukraine was a disgrace, it was absolutely disgraceful it should never have happened Um, talk about the appearance of a conflict of interest, I don't know why Joe Biden as Vice President didn't say you cannot do this, I don't know why Obama didn't say do not let your son do this but it it was done and now there is a big fallout over it. Uh, I disagree about Devon Archer. Now again I totally agree with Cal. What we heard was from, we heard from Marjorie Taylor Greene who wasn't even in the room saying oh yeah yeah there's enough for impeachment, there's enough for impeachment and from Andy Biggs who is not a credible congressman and also from Jim Jordan and we all know about Jim Jordan. Now they came out and they claimed it was gotcha but yet there was nothing that they said that suggested there was. Now what Devon Archer said, According to the Democrat, and I'm not going to give him any more weight than the Republicans, Dan Goldman, um, is that Devin Archer said, yeah, you know, Joe Biden would call his son every day, and especially around the time when the, his brother was dying of cancer, and uh, sometimes he'd be at dinner, um, or whatever, and he'd put him on speakerphone. Now, undeniably, Hunter Biden did this to try and make it seem like, oh, look, here's my dad, the vice president on speakerphone. There's no doubt he used that to boost his own credibility. But according to Archer, from what we know, and this hasn't been denied by the republicans uh joe biden never discussed business it was hey how are you doing what's going on how are you um, and you know so there was no suggestion that he was involved in business but it doesn't matter because it looks horrible but it's a long way from criminal activity. so i would say wait and see let's see the transcripts but i think that the whole thing is a mess absolutely
1: and about the hypocrisy in this cal given that The son-in-law of Donald Trump, Jared Kushner, used his access and his role in the White House, for which he was totally unqualified, to parlay a massive investment fund out of Saudi Arabia. That's known. That's proven. So how can that be okay to Republicans and Hunter Biden's behaviour not be?
2: For this, the word hypocrisy was committed, Matt. I mean, I go back and remember the days of Billy Carter, Jimmy Carter's brother, who, uh, used his influence, or at least his position as Jimmy Carter's brother, uh, to, uh, get some deals with Libya and the dictator Muammar Gaddafi. So this kind of stuff has been going on for some time, and, uh, it's just the way of Washington, unfortunately. Uh, I, I don't know if there's going to be more coming out on this, but I certainly have never believed from the beginning that uh, Joe Biden never talked to his son about business. I'm not in political office. I talk to my two sons all the time about business and other things. I mean, that's just not credible. If you have, if you have children, you're interested in what they're interested in and how they're doing and are they prospering and are they, are they doing okay? Uh, it's just not credible.
1: Okay, well, let's go on to other credible and incredible things. Uh, Marion, we have spoken previously about Joe Biden refusing to acknowledge his seventh grandchild. He seems to have put that right
0: yeah you know i am um, this is again another sort of inexplicable unnecessary mess now i did speak to a former campaign staffer about this last week and she said look it, it, he's just got a blind spot when it comes to hunter it's that's all that's to it. we can't talk to him it's not a he's you know there there's no way of getting around this and apparently hunter Biden decided he wanted nothing to do with this child of his his daughter who's now four years of age um who he had as as a result, an affair with a woman in Washington, D.C. And so he decided that I'm not acknowledging this child and therefore nobody else is. It's no excuse. Joe Biden, as a grandparent who has traded for decades on this uh, image as a benign patriarch, you know, a sort of a, an empathic granddad who loves all his children. And it manifested in some really cruel ways. I mean, this is a four year old child. It's not. It's just not her fault. What what her parents did or didn't do, and and the fact that her father was addicted to drugs when she was conceived. Uh, Hunter Biden has behaved disgracefully about this child from day one. He denied his paternity. He was forced to take a paternity test. Then he kept denying it. Her mother tried to have her uh, be allowed to use the Biden surname. He just he had disallowed that. He fought her on that. Um, and Joe Biden, you know, they, they, they have he and his wife Jill have consistently said until last Friday we have six grandchildren. They had six Christmas stockings hanging in the White House, even though five of those six grandchildren are adults in their 20s and 30s, I believe now. Um, And, you know, to snub this, this poor little four-year-old child in this way is just cruel. It's like something that would have happened maybe 150 years ago, and it's so out of date. And as well, politically, it's stupid. There are 16 million single mothers in America. This is not a good Mm. look for Joe Biden. Uh, So I'm glad that he put it right, but I think he only did it because he had to politically, uh, because the pressure was mounting. People were commenting on it. He was being mocked by the Republican candidates, and even Democrats were saying this isn't odd. And pro-Democrat writers like Maureen was saying this isn't on and, and they were right
1: okay kyle you want to get in there
2: well i just uh, say i think hunter should be getting given some credit because he is donating a couple of his paintings to uh, the mother and to the daughter so let's give him some credit for that because everybody wants a hunter biden painting don't they
1: Okay, what about... they're
2: worth half a million.
1: Well, given that we spent time in Joe Biden and we started with him as the incumbent president, what about the man who might replace him? Because it's interesting to see that a lot of people have suspected, Cal, that Trump is running again as another grift to try and stop charges from brought against him, but in the event of various charges being brought against him, that he could raise money for his legal defence under the cover of a presidential campaign. But it looks like he's running out of money, that he can't get enough in to cover these enormous bills, Cal. That's
2: correct, Matt, and uh, I think primarily he's running... uh in order to pardon himself we've got uh, the potential of more indictments coming down the Fulton County uh, Georgia district attorney uh, has said that uh, they're on she's on the way uh, to uh, to acting on uh, his call to uh, the governor and other people in Georgia to try to get more votes to overturn the election in Georgia you've got Jack Smith the independent counsel who is uh, Uh, The special prosecutor who is uh, near on the January 6th rioting, uh, possible indictment of Trump, though I think that's going to be harder to stick because it will come down to a uh, free speech issue. And Trump did say at the end, go demonstrate, but demonstrate peacefully. So I think the defense uh, will will use that. But you're right, $40 million out of this 80-some million dollars uh, that he raised has gone to legal fees. It makes me wish I'd been a lawyer instead of a journalist.
1: But then one (laughs) of the people, Marion, who has been charged as well, Carlos de Oliveira, who is Trump's property manager at Mar-a-Lago, he couldn't enter a plea because he hasn't been able to find a lawyer to represent. Without to suggest that he doesn't have the money and that Trump, even for his own employees, doesn't actually pass on a few quid to help them at a time in need.
0: You know, I don't think it necessarily means that. Uh, Walt Nauta, when he was arraigned, Trump didn't have a lawyer at that point either in Florida because you've got to have a Florida-based lawyer to appear before the Florida court. So he's still scrambling around looking for a lawyer. The fact is a lot of lawyers don't want anything to do with this. Not with, Now that they've seen the 40, $42.8 million, I believe, has been spent to give the correct amount on legal fees, they might be all changing their minds. But the fact is that reputable companies don't want a lot to do with this, a lot of the time because they believe it taints their business. Trump is a terrible client. And previously, now that they all want money up front now, but previously he wouldn't pay them, he would stiff them. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with this chap. I suspect Trump will pay bills if he wants him to, you know, maintain his silence or his what he's been saying so far. But I think just to get back to what Cal said, and I do agree, Cal, like we have got these new indictments coming down the pipe, but I understand, I may be wrong, Jack Smith is not going to charge or the indictment will not focus on Trump basically sicking the mob on the Capitol on January 6th. It will be what happened before that in the six weeks previous to that, the false electors, the dodgy fundraising, all that kind of thing. But for my money, the case that has the smoking gun is the case in Georgia uh, with Fannie Willis and the the, the um, district attorney for Atlanta. Uh, we have the phone call. We've all heard the phone call to the Secretary of State, Brad Raffensberger. And the other thing is, if he's convictionist... He- can't pardon himself. There is no pardon for state crimes. So that one will stick, regardless of how the 2024 election turns out. If in fact he is convicted there, so he's in a lot of trouble. It's costing him a lot of money, and I think it's kind of disgraceful that that well, you know, the donors can. They don't, like, he can spend the money, presumably, on what he wants. But this is all just a fundraising scam to pay his legal fees. And he's starting a new defence fund today called the Mm. Patriot Legal (laughs) Defence Fund. The irony of using (laughs) the word Patriot, um, having seen what happened on January 6th, is not lost on a lot of people. Okay, But, you know, Trump's always about the graft.
1: Isn't he just? But, Carl, have you any solutions to this problem of putting the two geriatrics to battle for the next presidency?
2: Well, it's more than geriatrics. Uh, uh, Piers Morgan, the uh, British writer who spent a lot of time in the U.S. now, has written a really good column, and I, I think this dovetails with some of my thinking. Uh, how is it we got to this point? Not only old men, old white men, uh, running for office again, but men with serious uh, political and uh, legal problems. And I think it's a reflection. Uh, You know, we elect people in this country. Uh, It's really up to the voters to decide these things. And uh, if we elect these kinds of corrupt or potentially corrupt individuals, that's our fault. That that, uh, comes to the voters. Sorry, not
1: necessarily, because if the option on the ballot paper is Trump or Biden, it's surely down to those people who made the decisions that they would be the candidates. And that's not all the electorate. The electorate can only vote for those who are put in front of them.
2: Well, they vote for those put, who put in front of them because they vote for those who are put in front of them. They're called primaries. You know, in this country, we used to have uh, before the primary uh, uh, started, we had what they called smoke-filled rooms. You had uh, uh, politicians and experts on uh, on elections who would get together and they they would nominate, if you will, their own uh, their own candidates who they thought would be the best they would screen them for uh you know corruption and other things uh i we got to pick a we got to find another way to do this because this coming election if it winds up with biden versus trump again an almost 82 year old versus a what 77 year old with all the baggage they have i think that it really reflects poorly on this country we can do better as john kennedy said in 1960. Yeah, but Marion,
1: is there anyone who'll come through the primaries to take either of them out?
0: Uh, Probably not, but I want to make a a point here, and I think it's an important point to make. There is no equivalence between Joe Biden, these minor... um, allegations that have been made against him, that he he spoke to his son on a speakerphone while he was with business associates and the consistent graft and crookery and depravity of Donald Trump. There is no equivalence between the two. Donald Trump is facing four different sets of criminal charges. He's got another two civil actions coming up against him and that's all in the next six to eight months. He has been systemically crooked all of his life from what we can see. We've seen it through the legal action brought against him. We've seen, you know, we've just seen the way he behaved as president culminating with the despicable behavior on January 6th. You cannot compare Joe Mm -hmm. Biden, and I would criticize him absolutely for failing to recognize his granddaughter. I would absolutely say he was stupid and naive to have allowed Hunter Biden to take a seat on Burisma and to have been, you know, used in the way he was by his son. But I don't see criminal activity there. I don't see corruption there. I see naivety and stupidity. Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you very much, Marion McEown and Cal Thomas. The last word with Matt Cooper, weekdays from four thirty.